guys, and welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. I'm Shanae Howard. This is Tommy Shelby. Hello. And Ryan Robinson. Good evening. <laughs> and Ryan Robinson. Hi. <laughs> Was that Alfred Hitchcock, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Norman Bates Hotel. He wrote that. Yeah. Norman? Yeah. So. Man, y'all are so all about that show. Mrs. B. Have you seen that show, Shanae? No. I started rewatching it. Yeah, that show's that show's real fun. Well, I just finished Brooklyn Nine Nine, so yeah. I should probably watch that next. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll maybe get on it. Host the show, Shanae. Uh. So <laughs> <laughs> Norman Bates seems like someone who had cubbies in his house. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We didn't talk about that uh, on recording. No one knows what I'm talking about. Or what you're talking about. I know what I'm talking about. It's been referenced. Yeah. Um, so do y'all have any exciting video game news or any games that you're excited about coming out soon? Uh, Hob is coming to Switch and I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, Turok just came to Switch, so I'm excited for that. There it is. Well, that's really about it. Nothing exciting news-wise? Not really. I mean, GDC's been going on. Uh, saw some cool games from that. PlayStation had their first state of play, which I didn't really find all that exciting. But I didn't see, I, I didn't see any reason for all the hate. Tom, were you one of the people calling it PlayStation Direct? No. Okay. But I mean, like that's what it is, right? And that's okay. Like I think it's smart, but people were so down on it, and I don't really understand why. Like I get that they didn't announce anything super exciting at it, but like. So what? They're going to do more of these throughout the year. If there's, you know? if there's anything that I've learned from... And if you're into VR, they announced a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, I'm real excited about that No Man's Sky thing. Oh, speaking of, uh, Oculus Quest, I think I'm going to buy one of those. How much is that? $400. Yikes. But from what they've shown at GDC, super exciting as far as VR. Um, Minimal cables. No cables. Yeah. No rig. Yeah. It's all self-contained. So my biggest thing with it was like, okay, well, is this going to be like fucking Gear VR? Yeah. Or am I going to be using my phone for this shit? Like, uh, you know, is this going to be crappy? Yeah. Um, but no, apparently it's pretty good. Like the visually, apparently it's pretty good. Not as good as a regular Oculus Rift or an HTC Vive, but better than than PlayStation VR. Yeah. Uh, no cables, right? No computer required. And the games that they've shown for it are games that are releasing on all VR platforms, like Super Hot and Beat Saber and things of that nature. So, pretty cool. Okay, when, when's that out? I don't know, but it's this year. Cool. I'll play some VR. What about you, Ryan? Uh, well, like I said, I'm real excited about that uh, No Man's Sky VR thing. Uh, I like me some No Man's Sky, and I would like to play it in VR. That seems real neat. Um, also, Rage Two is coming out soon. I'm excited about that. I like Rage 1. This seems very different from Rage 1. Yes, it does. Uh, but I'm still very excited about it. I could have done without what <laughs> I could have done without the marketing of that trailer. Uh, that was real cringy. Yeah. But the game itself looks real neat. I'm excited for it. Uh, also, Mortal Kombat is out this month. That's exciting. Uh, and I'm really excited to play that. Yeah, um, a lot of people at my work are, have been talking about it like People are pretty pumped about it. You know what's real cool? Uh, there's a lot of there's 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 Mortal Kombat the movie stuff in that game, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> we knew that from the very first trailer. Yeah, but it's real cool. The, I finally got to I I got to look at Shang Tsung. Yeah, that's cool. That's so that's so cool. Uh, and I hope at some point he says, "Your soul is mine." I just wish they had Christopher Lambert. Yeah, and I don't see that happening. Yeah, maybe they'll get James Remar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Borderlands 3 got yet again announced. Who cares? I mean, a lot of people are excited for it. Yeah. I'm not so much, yeah. but... I'll, pro- I'll probably play it at some point. Yeah. I mean, depending... I mean, it looks it looks like more Borderlands, which, depending on how you look at it, is a good thing or a bad thing. I've just had so much Borderlands in my life. Yeah. I don't like the writing, and I feel like you need, you need to really show me something different to get me to play this game. I said before I would be into Borderlands 3 mm-hmm. if they added armor sets, nope. right? Because it's already Diablo, just sure. no armor sets. Right. And I don't believe that's going to be there, so. Yeah. 
I what I what I imagine what I imagine is going to happen with that game is what happened with Borderlands 2, like from a writing perspective. By the time that game comes out, it's going to be making a bunch of outdated meme references. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, we first heard about this game's existence at the very first PAX South. Yeah. You know? And I'm not trying to be a downer or an asshole about it, but, like, there's going to be more of that claptrap dude, which I I can't with that fucking robot. Like, I cannot. But I am glad people are excited for it. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing is I feel you like, like bad games. Good for you. <laughs> You know? Well, no, I feel if like... If your I'm, taste is garbage, yeah, I'm just playing. I, I feel like I'm full of shit because I know that I'm going to play it. I know that I'm going to get it, uh, when it when it comes out. It's just... it's just, But that's that's the thing, though, right? Is because, like... Like, I like loot shooters and everything, but, like... And there are other loot shooters out there, but I haven't played one that has... Whose loop has been as satisfying as Borderlands was to me. And I feel like by the time Borderlands three comes out, yeah, that's gonna be the that like it'll still probably be my best choice for that sort of experience. So perhaps, yeah. And it's been I hear the Division two is pretty good. I've heard I've heard the same. So uh, it's been a long time since I played a Borderlands game, so I don't really have Borderlands fatigue. Like I now I have like nostalgia, like rosy colored, like rose colored glasses yeah. about it. So like Borderlands three sounds like a fun thing for me. Um, but I also didn't play like the Telltale Sporelands games and I didn't, oh, that's a good one. And I didn't play a lot of the DLCs for the other games. I just kind of like played like the main one and then a couple of the DLC stuff. Yeah. Um, Janae, did you play Borderlands too? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, so I don't know. Like I'm pretty, like, there's going to be more of that tiny Tina person and I just, I don't care for that one either. So I, <laughs> I really liked Borderlands too when it first came out. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Seven years ago. My tastes have changed since then. I like to think most people's tastes have changed since then. Yeah. Uh, and then I played it again last year along with the pre-sequel with some friends from work. Pre-sequel is garbage. Pre-sequel is garbage. Didn't play. Uh, there's a lot of really bad filler missions yeah. uh, just to pad the game's length. Yeah. But, yeah, playing it then, I enjoyed it because of who I was playing with, sure. not because of the game. Yeah. And I feel like I could enjoy who I'm playing with while playing a game I'm enjoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it already came out. But um, I like I played um, I played Demon Souls some hell yeah and I played a little bit of Dark Souls one hell yeah but um, I didn't really get more into the dark, the Soul series and I didn't like like I wasn't good at it so I didn't super enjoy it it's yeah. Spooked, yeah but I've been watching a lot of like Sekiro stuff cool yeah. that game looks badass and yeah like I honestly like like. I honestly really want to play it. I know it's going to be tough and I'm like, I want to play it too. And I'm probably going to suck at it for a long time. But I think that like, are you good at parries in video games? No. Okay. Cause it's a lot of parries. It's a lot of up close. Yeah. Not, not as much dodging as you get oh, in the yes. souls games. Yeah. yeah. That's like, that's one of the things I was like, man, like that, like I, I like that the verticality is added to it. Like compared to the souls games. Yeah. You have a jump button. Yeah. And yeah, I just think it might be more like a difficult game that's more up my alley. Uh, so like they obviously like they worked on the Tenchu series and they obviously took a lot from Tenchu for this game. Mm -hmm. That's what excites me about this. Also, I would love a new Tenchu, please. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I might. Uh, Ricky Maru. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I might get that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm really surprised. Like Birdo's not already playing it. I'm surprised Ryan's not already playing it. Well, Budgetary has, constraints, my friend. Sure, sure. And Birdo has a huge backlog of games right now. Huge, huge. Uh, no, I've also like aside from the aforementioned budgetary constraints, uh, I've also resigned to myself to not buying any new video games until I finish the ones that I'm already playing. Yeah, because Birdo's still doing Pokemon. I'm me. Birdo's still doing Pokemon Ultra. Uh, sun. sun, uh, Ultra Sun, and then doing the competitive, uh, Pokemon battling. Yeah, and then he's playing Apex Legends. Uh, Apex. 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 Sorry, Apex Legends, and then some other game with his friends, and then he's also been playing Anthem. Mm -hmm. uh. And then, uh, what else? And then he still has like 
uh, a bunch of games they got from Christmas that he hasn't touched. You got video games for Christmas? That's cool. That sounds real cool. I didn't get any video games for Christmas. Oh, my, fa- my family gave me video games for Christmas and birthday. What you, how did your family feel about me? Because I'd like <laughs> for video games. Yeah. If I told my mom that you really wanted something, she probably would buy it. Mrs. H. Yeah, Mrs. H. You're so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Gee whiz. Thanks, Mrs. H. Her name's Rhonda. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm respectful too. My Help daughters. me, Rhonda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she hates that song. Well, wow. uh, Rhonda was also the name of the lady who hosted uh, USA Up All Night. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Rhoda was Mary Tyler Moore's friend. Yeah, she got her own show later. Yeah. Called Rhoda. So yeah, this the titular Rhoda, Shanae. <laughs> sure. I got it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, this week we're gonna, Tom's gonna lead the conversation. That's the name of the episode. The but, titular Rhoda. <laughs> sure. Can the thumbnail be a picture of her? Uh, are we legally allowed to do that? Yeah. Are we are, well, we used Charles Dutton that last time, so. Yeah, I think we used Drake once. So, uh, so, well, hold on. Well, yes. Also, re- speaking of Charles Dutton, I want to say that I recently watched the movie Legion. Okay. Uh, you guys know what that movie is? I saw it in theaters. I don't really remember it. Okay, so it's a movie starring Charles Dutton, uh, Lucas Black. You may remember him as the child from Sling Blade. Uh, Dennis Quaid and uh, Paul Bettany as the titular Legion. Uh, and who's a, Paul Bettany? He's a he's an English actor who's good at uh, smoldering looks. Could we get more Bill Bellamy? Uh, probably not. Okay. Uh, it All seems right. like his career hasn't done so well. Okay. Uh, but I think that that may also be uh, in our favor because we could probably get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's about uh, Paul Bettany plays an angel who uh, God has told the angels to kill all the humans, and Paul Bettany's like, no. Yeah, destroy all humans. Yeah, destroy all humans. Okay. Uh, and uh, Paul Bettany's like, no, I'm going to save humans from the angels. So he he fights angels uh, to protect a lady, and Charles Dutton dies. Uh, Bayonetta also fights angels. Yeah. So So basically the same plot? Yeah. Yeah, Bettonetta. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, so basically we talked in the past about doing episodes where we talk for the whole episode about a specific developer Hell yeah. or a specific game. Hell yeah. And I want to talk about Breath of the Wild. Okay. Um, Breath of the Wild is about two years old now. I have not played it in about two years. And this week I started playing through it again from the beginning. And I just want to talk about it. Uh, I have not played it, so yeah. I will be piggybacking on whatever you guys have to say about it. That's okay. So they had to piggyback on Stadia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just uh, fair not- warning. It's a two-year-old game. There will be spoilers. Uh, so. Ganon is the bad guy, and you kill him yeah. at the end. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. Probably been like a year and a half. Correct. Okay. Yeah, it's probably been a year and a half since I played Zelda. Zelda is the princess. Sure. Or Breath of the Wild. The titular Zelda. Like isn't isn't the ending to uh, I'm I want st- I I want to use this <laughs> to uh, reinforce the fact that I've never played it that I've never I don't know a whole lot about Zelda. Okay, but go on. It, would it be fair to assume? Yes, that in every Zelda game, yes, the end of the game is Ganon dies. No. Okay. <laughs> Would not be safe to assume that. Okay. There are several games with no Ganon, what is, what are no the perc- Zelda. Okay, what are the percentage of uh, Legend of Zelda? Wait, hold on. There are legend the there are the Legend of Zelda games with no Zelda Correct. contained wherein. Correct. But it's the legend of her. You see, is Zelda mentioned in those games? <sighs> Hard to say. Probably yeah. Hard to say. Dude. It's been too long. Huh. Okay. Probably at least indirectly. Yeah. Proceed. Well, I mean, I guess. Like, Shana, you played the game. Yes. Talk about it. What are some of your favorite things? What do you like about it? What do you hate about it? Um. Well, we talked about it at length when we both played it, like, two years ago. And I still feel like... But like, I want to, like, dig into it, you know? Like, so real deep. Things that Balls I, deep. Yeah. Things that I liked about it that I can remember. So, I definitely... I mean, I... So, things <clears> we liked about it, like we and we talked about it is I liked how organic the gameplay was, how easy it was go to go from like kind of one activity to the next and it not be like sluggish, like it felt like you were exploring the world, like you felt like you were Link. Um, I I didn't I mean I didn't like I'm pretty 
good with like grinding stuff and like and like not being annoyed by it. So I liked like the cooking aspects of it. Um, looking back now, like I, I I know why it's part of the gameplay and I get it, but it was kind of annoying like how often I destroyed my weapons and had like reequipped them. Okay. Um, at least in the beginning part of it, before you get like more durable stuff and yeah. like kind of get like what's going on down. Sure, sure. I mean, you start off with the branch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I like the scenery. I liked, you know, all the kind of different areas and the different people and the different cultures you went through. Um, I still. Wait, wait, hold on. No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, you said different cultures? Yeah, because there's like uh, fish people. It's like all, not all, but a lot of Zelda games. There's Zoras and Gorons and Gerudo and yeah. Rito and all that. How about Rhoda? There's Rhoda, <laughs> sure. Okay. But I did feel she's like, there. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's because of how, like, how, I, <coughs> like, I don't want to keep using it, but I guess like I kind of like I don't really have a better like terminology for it. But yeah. I guess we, because of how organic the gameplay was, it did feel a lot different than previous Zelda games. I mean, it is a lot different, uh, right? Like, interacting with those, like, with, the, like, the Zora and the and the Gorons and stuff. Yeah. Like, it really felt like, I'm in this town. Like, I'm doing this. Like, it, I don't know. It just, like, was a lot more exciting as far as, like, coming across those, like, coming across, like, all the different characters. And you don't have to, right? Like, you yeah. never have to see a Zora if you don't want to. Yeah. And you never have to see a Goron if you don't want to. Yeah. And, like, I mean, you can beat the game Almost instantly, if you want to. <laughs> if you're good enough, sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you just go straight, <laughs> straight to the lava pit. So, but yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know as far as like deep dive, like kind of wanting just because um, I thought there was like something specific you wanted to talk about. I mean, I want to talk about a little bit of everything, right? Like, I think my favorite thing about the game is that it gives you a lot of very simple freedoms, you know? Uh, like like we said, you don't you never have to go to Zora's domain. If you don't want to, you don't have to, right? They implement this climbing mechanic that is great. You know, it launched around the same time as Horizon Zero Dawn, right? And people that played both, their biggest complaint about Horizon Zero Dawn is that you you can't climb everything, so you felt restricted. You can climb very few right? things, uh, <laughs> but you can climb everything in Breath of the Wild. You can beat that game without climbing a single thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Choice like that, there is no mission that you have to do other than defeat Ganon, right? Um, the order of operations, right? And, and traditionally in Zelda games, you, you got to go get your hook shot and then go get, you know, this item and that item to, you know, to be able to progress. Whereas this is like, no, that's all out the window. And I, I really like that, like, it was very risky, right? So it was a risky game for them to make because so many staples are just gone. They're just not there, you know? And and I remember before the game came out, people um, were already, like, shitting on the game. And people we know on social media after it came out were just, like, shitting on it because it's something new and different. Yeah. Sounds suspiciously close to Breath, uh, not Breath of the Wild, Wind Waker in that respect. Yeah, I think the biggest difference between this and Wind Waker was Wind Waker was a game that people at its release were just like, yeah, this is not what I want. Fuck this game, whatever, right? Whereas Breath of the Wild was, I mean, is one of the highest rated games ever made. Yeah. Um, And I think for good reason. I think it does open world better than any other open world game. Um. And I think that's a bold claim because there's a lot of good open world games out there, you know. But, like, it is that freedom, right? You can climb a tower like you do in most other open world games, but it doesn't fill out your map for you. You you find your objectives. Because you are high, you can see things and mark them on your map, and you go to them. There's nothing that is marked on your map for you that is not quest-related uh, and even then, most of the time, it's you that are, that are finding those things, you know? Yeah. I think that's awesome. Uh, you mentioned uh, a moment ago about how um, the game makes it, the game gives you the choice about what you want to do. Um, like, you can, there are people in the game that you don't ever have to meet, and there are things in the game that you don't ever have to do. Yeah. Um, does the game do a good job of in, in incentivizing you to do those things? Yeah, it's interesting because for a game that's so non-linear, 
it does a very good job of naturally directing you where you want to go. Like I would assume that 90% of the people that play this game probably go to Zora's, Zora's domain first of the four divine beasts. Yeah. Why is that? Um, that's just kind of where the game naturally leads you. Uh, it's like one of the closest areas. There it are like, like quests and accomplishments and stuff like that. Right. Um, that you do and they like, you know, start taking you closer and closer to there. So you, you are like, or some of them directly to there. Right. If I remember correctly. Um, yeah, because like naturally, you know, when you talk to the king, he tells you to go to Kakariko, right? To talk yeah. to Impa. And that's like headed in that direction, kind of, okay. you know? But like, you don't have to listen to him. You don't have to go over there, you know? Yeah, and then like while you're in that, like while you, and if, even if you just like go there just like to talk to that one person, there are like a bunch of like, you know, just exploring the environment, going to there, right. things that you'll collect, like, and then what are they called? The little challenges? The shrines? The shrines, mm-hmm. shrines. Uh, like there's shrines and stuff that you'll see. So like, and I don't know, it is also a really good job, even with the placement of the shrines. Like if you go into one and like a lot of them are on like a little hill or like a little instep, you can kind of see further out. Yeah, for sure. And then there's a bunch that are completely hidden that you would, yeah, are very difficult to find, right? I need a guide for. <laughs> I Well, that's, you know, last episode, Ryan was talking about playing uh, Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. And having to capture those critters <clears throat> and them giving you very vague information about it. And the reason I was asking if, if, if there's any, like, riddles or something that would lead you to those is because, like, Cass in Breath of the Wild does exactly that. He gives yeah. you a riddle to tell you how to find a lot of these shrines, you know. And it's really weird, obscure things that you can discover without ever talking to him, you know. Yeah. But it's like, stand at this point uh, in the shadow of this tower at this time of day and shoot an arrow into the sun. Right. Like shit like that, you know, uh, which is great. But I think like the biggest complaint that I remember seeing of this game was the dungeons or lack thereof. Uh, that's a, that's another Legend of Zelda stable too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are technically dungeons. Um, you know, the four divine beasts kind of act as that, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got four main dungeons, but you've got 120 of these shrines which are kind of like mini dungeons, you know? And I think like, I I feel like it was a smart decision to do that because there's 120 of them. They're kind of all over the place. Like Sinead was saying, as you're, as you're traversing the, the landscape, you're coming across them pretty regularly and it breaks up like in all Zelda games before it was go from point A to point B, get this item, go to this dungeon, get that item. And, like, there was a very clear distinction in gameplay between traversing and exploring and then dungeon. Right. And then traversing and exploring and then dungeon. And because you're constantly coming across these shrines and they are and they are so short, to me it feels like you're getting a good mix at all times. Right. What I don't like about the dungeons is that there's basically no enemies other than, like, the little, the little mini guardians inside yeah. them, you know? And that that goes for the divine beasts as well. Like there's the the tiny guardians, and then like the weird floaty head guys, and that's it. Okay, so I might have missed it uh, when you were describing it, but what is uh, what is my main motivation or incentive for doing these shrines? Uh, so for every four, you get this orb. No, for every single one, you get an orb. For every four orbs, you can either upgrade your hearts or your stamina. Okay. Yeah. And then you also get items that you can use. Uh, you can get weapons from them that are only in there, and then you also can get other items to make other gear because, like, they because yeah. they're like they're like kind of like robots. Yeah, the game deals a lot with like uh, technology and mm-hmm. over reliance on technology, yeah. and how that can be a bad thing. Legend of Zelda Black Mirror, yeah. sort of, <laughs> sort like, of in a weird way. Okay. They're like they're like little octopus creatures, uh, like or octopus robot things. For a lot of them, and some of them, like, you'll see them from afar, and they're, like, in the ground, and they look, like, rusted out, and, like, they're not active. And some of them aren't active, and some of them are. Okay. And you don't know until you awaken one. Yeah. <laughs> and I, th- and uh, sometimes that was really annoying when I was, like, trying to gather stuff, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to cook this stuff. And then, uh, like, all of a sudden, I just get sh- one-shotted from the back. Yeah. <laughs> they kill they kill you real fast early in game. Oh yeah. They they uh 
they just like and it's like really easy to not be like super leveled up because like in the beginning of the game when you have to go through the mountains and like you can get that clothing that protects you mm-hmm. from cold i didn't do that at first the like, warm doublet yeah i didn't do that at first i just made a bunch of spicy food that yeah can, that can keep you warm and so I just like, and I didn't follow the path either. I was like, I'm going to climb this mountain. And I kept dying. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a bunch of spicy food. I just want to see what's on the list. You were dying because you would freeze to death? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like when you're in hot stuff, uh, you can overheat. When you're in cold, you can freeze to death. Um, yeah. So, but like you can cook food to counteract that. You can get gear that to counteract that. Um, but yeah, so I just didn't know, like, I didn't really want to follow the main quest. I just wanted to explore cause everything was so pretty and it was like, and I was like really cool that you, like you can cut down a tree and it like the tree, um, and like the tree will be like a bridge and you can like move that around and push it to different places. Okay. So that sounds super lame, right? Because a ton of games would let you do something like that. But in breath of the wild, it's not like a specific obvious tree, any tree along that bank, you can cut down and it'll work. Well, see, you, you know, so you, so it's funny that you should say that because uh, something that I've been thinking about since the start of this conversation is uh, when when uh, Skyrim came to Switch, uh, they they were like, "Hey, by the way, we're putting, we're giving you the le- we're giving you Link's outfit in Skyrim." Yeah, which. The funny thing about that to me <laughs> is, was hideous. Well, there's that, but also like even having not played Breath of the Wild, everything that I that I hear about it and everything that I'm that I've seen yeah. uh, for that game has told me that they've crafted a more interesting open world than has ever existed in any Elder Scrolls game. In my opinion, yes. I think there's a lot of people that would disagree with that. Um I think well I think, I think it sounds like, and again, this is this is uh, this is uh, an an inference that I formed having not played the game, right? Um, and I think that, and don't get me wrong, like I have, you know, I I I'm a elder I'm a I'm a huge Elder Scrolls fan, yeah. But there are you talked earlier about Tomorrow Wind Waker, yeah. You just you just came up with a million dollar idea. That's Shane's game, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good job, Sine. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. So you talked earlier about little freedoms, right? And uh, and these are things, and it's funny that you say that because these are things that the things that you're talking about are things that playing an Elder Scrolls game, yeah, or many other open world games for that matter, are things that I would. It never occurred to me to be able to do those things in that game, right? And then you tell me about these things that you can do in uh, in Breath of the Wild, and I think about. I think about my time with uh, uh, games, games like Skyrim or, or Skyrim specifically. Yeah. Uh, where, uh, like, man, I wish I could do that in Skyrim. Right. Uh, I think about how much more, uh, um, uh, the overused word, but how much more immersive Skyrim would be if I could do those things. If if I did have to take temperature into account, especially considering the fact that like there are different areas of that game, like that have different kinds of weather and different and implied that temperatures are different. But it goes deep though, right? Like they did a GDC talk maybe last year, maybe the year before about this game and talking about uh, implementing science, but not like science that is realistic science that seems realistic and is fun. Like seems realistic to the layman. Right. Then there's, and it's fun to have. Right. Right. And what I mean by that is like, you're talking about how weather can affect things. Right. So it's like Shanae said, you go somewhere where it's too cold, you can freeze. You go somewhere where it's too hot, you'll start burning up. Um, you know, there's a lightning storm and you're carrying something metal, you'll get zapped. Like, sure. So they, they go really deep with that that idea. Um, so much, in fact, we're like, if you have a fire sword and it's on your back, that's going to keep you warm because it would probably keep you warm, right. you know? Uh if you use a fire sword in a dry area that has a lot of brush, you'll catch it on fire. Yeah, if you have to connect electrical circuits, there's a way that you're intended to do those puzzles, but you could also just make a line of metal objects connecting those circuits. Sure. Take your weapons off and your armor off and put them on the floor to connect those circuits, and that works. Right? Yeah. I, uh, fire creates an updraft, like, you know, th- things of that nature. Yeah, the first time I came across that, like, uh, li- lightning area. Yeah. Um. I didn't realize that, like, the metal from my sword would, like... Oh, it warns you. It starts, like, sparking up a bit. Yeah, I just, I, I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. I was like, what's <laughs> going on? And then I'm, like, fighting things, and I get, like, zapped 
And I was like, what the? F-? And so I drop it and it's still like electrified. And, yeah. and I like hit it again. <laughs> yeah. And the only non-metal item I had uh, was a leaf. So I'm in that area just having to fight with a leaf until I can get back out. Get me a non-metal weapon that's yeah. like somewhat decent. Like Momodora, she fights with the leaf. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if uh, same thing like if you're in a really hot area and you're you have wooden weapons they're gonna start burning up right you know um you know it's it's little things like that that don't seem that significant but like as a whole put together it's pretty significant yeah and it's not even just like original concepts like that it's techno it's it's technological steps forward that other games could probably do like in Fallout 4, which is roughly the same age as Breath of the Wild, right. running on much better technology, Switch would not run Fallout 4, right? right? If you go into a building, there's loading. Right. It's not in Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, you just open the door and you go in. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Um, um, which is a small thing, you know, but like a but bunch of things like that add up. I mean, is it a small thing though? Like the idea of... Like when you make things, when you make something seamless like that, right? And it makes it so, it makes it so much easier to not get taken out of it, right? Because like when you're, when you're really invested in the experience that you're having on screen uh, and you just, you feel like, uh, again, I'm going to use the word immersed, you feel immersed in it, right? And then a loading screen can take you right out of it, yeah. at least for the time that it's loading. Yeah. Um, and the and having something where I can go from one area to another, like open a door, go in a room without having to stare at a loading screen. I mean, that's... And there are loading screens in the game. Like, sure. there are areas you will enter that will take you to a loading screen. Every shrine takes you to a loading screen. Yeah, you know? was, it, yeah I was going to say, like, is it like, shrine, or if it's about to be, like, a cutscene. Right. Um... I was about to say something, but I just totally blanked. Uh, oh, yeah. So as far as, like, that goes, like, I played it on the Wii U. Yeah. Um, so I don't know about the experience on Switch. Very rarely did I have any problems with it, like, rendering. Like, even when I'm, like, uh, doing something that, like, um, like, I go to a high place and, like, I hang glide uh-huh. down to an area. Um, very rarely did I ever have like times where it wouldn't like pop in and stuff like that. Yeah. Or like just kind of like slowly roll in. Right. Like sometimes I'd be a little bit too fast for it and it would, and it would, uh, just kind of like missed and then everything would pop. Right. And that happens on switch as well. Uh, and it's like, but it's still very rarely, like I know it has happened and it also happens whenever, um, that like castle in the middle with all the columns Mm -hmm. in the first area you're in. It happened a lot with that when I first started the game. But after that, it didn't really happen too terribly often unless I was hang gliding over a long distance. So I am interested in how it runs on Wii U because, like, with Switch, in when it's docked, it's running at a higher resolution, right? right. Yeah. So when you're playing the Switch version docked and you go into, like, a heavily wooded area, there can be some, uh, some drop in frame rate. It's never that bad, but it exists. Whereas if you're playing it uh, handheld... It's o- it only has to display at 720, so that doesn't happen as much. Um, on the Wii U, do, do you lose frames when you're in, like, the Lost Woods or anything, or, like, the Korok Woods or anything like that? Um, not really. Yeah. But um, not that I can, like, remember, really. really. Um, not significant enough that it would, yeah. Yeah. But I mainly played it on the TV. Um, I did have to, obviously, I had to play with that giant paddle, which... Like, <laughs> paddle. <laughs> the Nintendo paddle. <laughs> well, that's what it is, basically. Yeah. So, um... Uh, I have to ask you if you mean tablet. Yeah, the tablet with the screen stuff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, like, we did heard about it before. Like, just how how nice the shooting the arrows with are with the motion controls. Yeah. It's just so... Good. It works so much better than like basically any other motion control. Because it's fine adjustment, you know. You're still aiming with the right analog stick. Yeah. But it's fine fine adjustment, you know. Um what I did not like the motion controls is like the specific shrines that had like the motion puzzles where you're like rolling the ball and all yeah. that. Oh. I hated those. Yes. But like if you're smart about it, not all of them, but a lot of them you can completely avoid. Did you ever control turn your controller completely upside down? Yes. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, I did that. Um, so that makes you feel smart. 
Yeah, but only but only knew that because I I was like, man, I'm not getting this puzzle. Like, and I was, so I was looking up how somebody else was doing it because I was gonna try and get all the shrines. Yeah. Uh, but I gave up on that pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, so I looked it up on that. I was like, oh, I can just. Have okay. you found the ones where, like, if you turn it over, it's completely spiked on the bottom? So, like, you can't do that on certain ones? Uh, not that I can remember. What I like about that is that those spikes exist because, because they, they knew that people would try to do that shit, you know? Uh, and that's that's so neat to me that, like, they, they predict people are going to do all these things, you know? make airships and like ride bears and like just do ridiculous things you know also like i'm not a good like a traditional horse girl but i did like that you could, they had to like charm the ponies yeah you know you say that did you drive ever did i drive no not i'm not talking about the dlc motorcycle but like with a mine cart and a metal chest with the magnesis you can drive around like it's a little car and yeah. they never tell you that that's just something you Find out on your own, you know? Yeah, no, I never did that. Yeah. I, uh, I was horses only. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I this game sounds huge. It sounds like it's got a lot going on in it. And from what I understand, like the file size is like insane. It's like really small. It's, uh, yeah, it's not a very big file size. Like if you compare it to most modern open world games, it's not yeah. very big. But like, you know, the textures are way simpler, right? Right. Like, there's there's a lot of caveats. It's not displaying in as high as high of a resolution. Like, you know, I still think it looks better than a lot of those games because of the art direction. Uh, but you know, that's subjective. Oh, I wish there. I wish though that you could skip the cooking animation. Oh yeah, because you do have to watch that every time. Yeah, and, and it is and very and charming. And but how long is it? It's not that long. But yep. it's like but it has like a little tune to it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so you have to like listen that. so you have to, but like listening to it over and over and over again is a little maddening. Yeah. I, see, I guess it doesn't bother me that much because like I rarely cook. Yeah, I cooked a lot. Like I said, like I got yeah. over that mountain with only like spicy. You're, ta you're talking about horses, like I almost never use a horse. Yeah, I even went out and was like trying to get the fastest yeah. horses. Can Link get hungry? No. Okay. There's nothing like that as far as survival goes. Okay. Um, but yeah, like outside of the early game, I never found a need for a horse, you know, it's fast travel everywhere, but, uh, I like to find all like the fun stuff and I like traversing it. Cause there's like, yeah. cause there's like a little rock giants and stuff that I missed before. Yeah. And I've um, heard people say like, don't ever fast travel in this game. Like just walk everywhere. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Is that I horse fun to drive? It's like every other fucking video game horse, man. It's like old. Like, do you ever play uh, Ocarina of Time? Yeah. With little spurs. Yeah. You know, it's like that. It's I don't the same know. mechanic. I've, I've I've had some I've had some pretty fun horses to drive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like. Um, I, I mean, I prefer Aggro from Shadow of the Colossus over over these horses. Skyrim, but and Oblivion have bad horses. Yeah. I like that there was uh, different speeds for the horses. D horses fun to drive, uh, and different amount of spurs on the horses. Like they had their own stats. Yeah. Um, I like that you could like name them and you got, can put them in your little uh, like stable. No, nah, don't name them because you'll be sadder when they die. Um, I like that you could. Yeah. Can your horse die? I don't know, actually. Uh, you can make it run away. I bombed a horse and it didn't die. Okay. Yeah, you can make it run away. Like, um, like we were talking about updraft, like with the fire. Like, if you are, if you cause a fire and there's like an updraft and your horse is like in the way of it, it'll like run away. And it also can like lose affection for you. So if you like keep like fucking around with your horse and it hates you, it will run away and not try and listen to you. Sure. And it's a it's a little bit more realistic in that like in Shadow of the Colossus, I can be on one side of the for Forbidden Lands and my horse on the completely other side and I can whistle for it and it will come. Yeah. Whereas in Breath of the Wild, the horse has to be relatively near you to be able to hear yeah, you to a, come. Yeah, there's like a range. Right. Did you get any of like the uh, special horses? Yes. Like the mystical ones? Yes. Which ones did you get? Uh, I don't remember which one. It's been so long. Did you get, I forget what it's called. It's like, well, I, I think it's like it's the a, God of the mountain or like the beast of the mountain or something like that. Did you get that one? The glowing one? Can you ride no. a bear? You can ride a bear, but you can't keep a bear. Lame. Um, I don't know if I just tried to go after it or if I actually got it. So um, that one's like, it's, it's like, well, you know, the little blue glowing things that you find. Yeah, I know. It's no, like no. that, but it's a horse size one with like four eyes and horns. That sounds badass. And it has too? unlimited stamina. Yeah. Are there any flaming horses? But you can't stable it. There, yeah. There's like some weird skeleton flames horse. Cool. But I never got that one. That's how yeah, badass. Get that, that like, one. 
because I was like getting into the, like the horses and I thought it was like pretty fun. So I was like looking up the different ones that you can get. Yeah. And like where to find them. You got the giant one. Uh no, I did not. Uh, but I just went after like the fastest ones that like, uh, like they um didn't have to replenish stamina. Or yeah. So I feel like I went after it, but I don't know if I actually got it. Like, I mean, you can't stable it anyway. Yeah. So. And like pretty much as soon as you get off of it, it disappears. Yeah. So. I don't remember that. Though this conversation is making me want to go back to it. Did you get the master sword or the Hylian shield? Hylian shield. Yeah. Not the master sword. Not that I can remember. So. It has been a year and a half and I have the memory of a goldfish. The shield breaks, right? Which is kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Is it supposed to? I mean, yeah, it's all the shields break. So that, wait, but before, before I, I. Yeah, that's another. You would think that if one wasn't going to break, it would be that the one. The legendary one. Right. Yeah. Um, The master sword does not break. Okay. So let's say I have a sword that, or some weapon that I found prior to the master sword. Mm-hmm. And I really, uh, I'm really into that weapon. Right. That sounds, it sounds to me like. Uh, I'm going to be disappointed because that thing is going to break eventually. Correct. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Like there's like a lot. So of don't get invested in any weapon. Yes. All of them will leave you. Yes. Yeah. Um, Even ones you spend hours grinding for, collecting things for, finally build. I see. Uh, you're talking about the uh, ancient weapons. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I mean, their durability is pretty good, though, right? Yeah, it and is. like. Does now how is durability measured? Is it like a number? Is it a meter or what? Yeah, it's there's a there's a number for attack strength and for durability. And so, like, does it like just tick down every time you hit something with it? You don't really see it. Like, there's nothing on screen telling you that it's losing durability okay. until a message will pop up that says, "Hey, your thing's about to break." I see. You know. And it's not even just fighting. It's like using it to cut down trees. Yeah. Uh, and so Break other, rocks, whatever does, else. Does it like look different as it degrades? No. Or? Okay. But it does break pretty cool. And when it's like it about shatters. to break, you can throw it at an enemy and it'll do a lot of damage. That yeah, cool. well. Um, Story-wise, what did you think? Meh. Meh. I wasn't like really playing it for the story. Is, have you played other uh, Legend of Zelda games to completion before? Yes. Okay. I think the story is just okay. There's a lot of characters that I really like in the story. Yeah. A lot of people complain about the voice acting. I've been playing the whole... Th- the first time I played it, I played it in English. This time I'm playing it in Japanese. Was Link talk? No. Okay. Um, and I, I think the Japanese VO is significantly better. I didn't have a problem with the voice acting. Um, it's not like that's ever been like Legend of Zelda's like appeal is the voice acting. Well, it's never had voice acting. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's yeah. like... So I don't really care that it's there. And I don't like... I don't really expect it to be fantastic. It doesn't like... I don't know. It doesn't change my mind about the gameplay, the story, or like that, because the story is the story is whatever. You're the hero. There's a villain. Stop him. Like, but I think the writing goes beyond that. Like, I think the writing is is good. Just the story is not that good. And I think some of the voice acting is really good, uh, depending on what language you're playing it in. But like, what is the story? Give me give me a, a summary of what it is. So a thousand years ago. Ganon attacks Hyrule, and you know she could prepare by building these things called guardians and all that, and uh, divine beasts from different regions come to help, and Ganon is defeated. Uh, flash forward to the future, uh, and Ganon's coming again, so they try to do the same plan. It fails. Uh, Link is put into stasis for 100 years. You then awaken with no memory, and you're trying to, you know... Stop that from happening. Oh, yeah. And Ganon's taken over the Divine Beast. Yes. Ganon's taken over the Divine Beast and all the Guardians and all that. Is the game called Breath of the Wild because it's just out in the wild? It's called Breath of the Wild because this is at the very end of the timeline. Mm. And Hyrule is just like torn apart. It's much more primitive feeling than other Zelda games. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because it has the most tech of any Zelda game. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for that. Legend of Zelda tech game or you f- see them like when all the when they're in control of all the guardians yeah but um yeah like like cathedrals and stuff are like in ruins um, like yeah you see the temple of time almost immediately and it's torn apart you yeah. know um like uh like I was saying like like those guardians like you'll see them from afar and they're like rusted out and they look like they're nothing but they could still be active 
Like there's things like that kind of all over. Um, Even Hyrule Castle, when you finally go in there, it's all fucked up and shit, you know. Sure. So next new Zelda game, will it, you think it'll be like this? Yeah, uh, pretty positive it will be. So Monolith uh, helped helped with the development of this game, and they are hiring for the next Zelda game. Okay. Uh, now they've made Zelda games in the past, like they helped with Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see them straying away from this too far. Okay. You know? Um, as far as characters, like, I thought Rivali was really well written. The Rito, like the Rito guardian guy. Yeah. Like, he's kind of snarky. He's not impressed by Link, you know? Like, I, I really liked his character quite I know a bit. very little about Legend of Zelda, but I know those to be the bird people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like that you can make your own uh, little town. Terrytown? Yeah. Yeah, Terrytown's... Probably everyone's favorite quest line is really cool. Uh, did you did you do the Hylian homeowner? Uh, where you like you buy a house? Yeah, like you have yeah. to do that to start off. But like, did you completely upgrade that house? Uh, I can't remember, so I'm gonna say no. Okay, so I like, feel like if I did, I would remember. What I like about the the house is that there's no stash like there is in Diablo, right? You have this inventory that very quickly fills up. You're like, well, where do I put all these other weapons? Or where do I put about these really valuable weapons? Like, where do I put these that I don't want to fucking lose? And if you do that, you can, you know, you can store a few of them. Yeah. Which is nice. They have, like, little wall spaces. And, like, you can, like, hang your stuff on the wall, like, for decoration. Yeah. You, get, you have, like, a little garden and a little, like, sign that says, like, Link's house. Yeah. I liked Cass a lot. The the Rito that plays the accordion that tells you about all the hidden shrines. Yeah. Uh, while while the character's not like super developed, like is just a very charming character, and every time you hear that music, you, like you know he's around, and yeah. it's very very pleasing. Uh, and then I, then I really liked Mifa. Mifa was the uh, the Zora guardian. Yeah. Who like like they obviously had a romantic relationship. Cool. Which I think is really cool because like the assumption is always Zelda, right? And very rarely is it actually Zelda, but like that's always the assumption, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Whereas here, it's obviously not. Um, I like that, like, not there's a lot of people that don't like you. Like, they think it's your fault that shit's the way it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's pretty neat. I like the, um, on the, uh, the Gorons, mm-hmm. like, all the family members. Because, yeah. like, basically, like, all the Gorons that you, like, run into are, like, related. <laughs> uh, it's an incestual clan. Sure. <laughs> yeah. The hills have Gorons. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> basically yes uh but yeah i i still like i th- i thought it was like super charming and just like even the way the characters re- like the different family members reacting to you yeah uh and then how they interact with each other about you i thought was like pretty fun um what do you think about zelda eh? 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 you played in english yeah so Go back and watch, at some point, go back and watch the Switch event Breath of the Wild trailer. Um, watch the English version, then watch the Japanese version. So you can get both both voice actors, you know. There's that scene where she's crying in his arms, right? Mm-hmm. And in the English version, it's like just the, barely a whimper. And in the Japanese version, it's like this fucking blood-curdling cry, you know? And it's so much more effective, man. I don't know. There's a lot of games where I just, like... I th- this, The Japanese voice acting is so much... Like, so more, so much more interesting. Maybe Probably because I don't understand the language. So, like, I'm having to rely on the stereotypes I know of other games. Sure. How the character's supposed to be. Like, the perverted old man normally has, like, a very similar voice. Like right. And it's funny I say it's better, right? I, I don't know that it's better because I don't know... I don't speak Japanese, yeah. right? I get this when I play any any game in a different language. Playing Metro in Russian or whatever it might be. Oh. That might be really horrible <laughs> voice acting. Uh, but, like, yeah. just the emphasis on things sounds better to me. You know? Yeah. Um. As an aside, uh, I recently had to start Persona 5 over. Yeah. I lost my save. I'm playing through it in English this time. Yeah. Because I got real curious about it. Persona typically has good English voice acting. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I play Persona 5 in English. Like, I love Aaron Fitzgerald, and she did Chie in 4. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. What did you think about Koroks? Uh, getting the little Korok seeds. Yeah. Um, some of them were fun. Most of them were not. 
900 of them bastards. Yeah, I didn't try to do that all, all either. I was, fuck that shit. Like, I just, like, same thing with the moons. You don't need to do anywhere near all of them to upgrade your inventory completely. I know, but, like, you know, like, the part of me that likes to do completionist stuff is just, like, I see that number, and I'm just like, fuck you. You know what you get if you get all of them? Nothing. You get a, a literal turd. They literally <laughs> give you a turd. Um, I like them quite a bit. I don't like, I don't like the reward for them. Like, upgrading the inventory slots, I mean, you know? Yeah. Well, it's nice to upgrade inventory and all that, um... You don't really need to in the game, you know? Like, yeah. you can hold all the food you want. Yeah. The only thing you're upgrading is bows, shields, and weapons, you know? Uh, Which is, is helpful because you do, go it through, is. you do go through all of those things pretty quickly. But I like that there's 900 of them, and I like what they are because, like... Do you like the, the turd? The literal No, turd? no. But, and, like, some of them are super obvious, right? But, yeah. like, I, I like that there's there's such variety to them. And it's just, you see something out of the corner of your eye, Ryan. And you're like, that looks a little bit off. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of 10, you go inspect it and fuck around with it. And you find one of these fuckers, you know? Yeah. And I like that. And so some of them are like things like just looking at trees at the correct angle at the correct time of day. Yeah. And that is what make, makes it all pop up. This sounds like a job from Monster Hunter. And it's just like. <laughs> but like most of them are more obvious than that. Yeah. Like the one of the first ones you see is you you see this body of water beneath you mm-hmm. and there's a perfect circle of lily pads. Like why would there be a perfect circle of lily pads? You jump into it and a Korok appears. Oh. Or you'll see like three statues. And Are they the little fellows with leaves for faces? Yeah, yeah, they're from the Wind Waker. Uh, yeah, so like you'll see like three statues. Two of them are holding apples. One of them's not. You put an apple in the third one and it, it appears. Like sure. shit like that, you know? So and then, but some of them are like... You just see three trees kind of like an area and it's kind of, it's an area that trees would be at uh-huh. and it makes sense. And like two of them have two apples and one has three apples. Mm-hmm. And like, you may not see that like only that you may not like from the angle that you're looking at them at, you may not see that that's, the, that's what's happening. Right. All because the like the apples are on different sides of the tree. Yeah. So you have to go go around each tree and then like, oh, okay, and then hit one of the trees to knock off one of the apples or jump up and knock it off. But if you catch those trees from the right perspective, you can see that they are three identical trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, you know, that's a bit off. You and know so, what I mean? And But sometimes the, that perspective has to be like one ledge on a right. mountain cliff and you're looking down at it at the right angle. And it's just like, okay. So I like that a lot. Did you go to the Lost Woods? In search of the sword? No. No? Okay. I went there just exploring around. Yeah. Did the mist get you? Um, Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't like it. Yeah. They made a TV show out of it. I can't... Uh, I like the main character of the mist. Tom Jane? Well, not so much Thomas Jane. I always feel like Thomas Jane is a poor man's Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, you say that, but... But... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I like the idea of that character. Sure. Um, and anyway, I want, so, uh, you guys were talking about the Korok season This made me also think about, uh, when you guys were playing, um, uh, Mario, Mario Odyssey with the moons, mm-hmm. uh, the thing about it for me personally is that, uh, modern gaming has made it so that I cannot be bothered to do something like that if a, a trophy or achievement is not involved. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like. People often refer to them as collectibles, and I see them as something different than a collectible. A collectible, to me, is like the dog tags in The Last of Us. Right. Like, that's a collectible. Oh, man. You did nothing. You just saw it and picked it up. Right. You know? Whereas Uh, here, you're doing, to me, something that is not, like, super exciting, but, like, you feel smart because you noticed it. Right. And you do something to then get it, and then you can use it to upgrade something. So besides you know? the upgrades, it's basically like one of those like it's its own reward kind of thing, right? And like like I said, you don't have to do nearly all of them to fully upgrade your inventory, right? Um, and you don't have to do a single one if you don't want to, sure. You know, yeah. 
man, I need to get a switch. Yeah. You got your girlfriend's switch. That's kind of yours. <laughs> it's funny because she can't play it because it's probably dead because I've been using her, uh, her switch charge cable to charge my phone because my charge cable broke. That's funny. So I'm so. glad they're compatible. <laughs> USB-C. Yeah. Um, so I think my biggest complaint, I don't know. I guess I shouldn't complain about it because I, I bitch about other people complaining about similar things. There's so many Zelda staples that I wish were there that are just not. Name three. Uh, music. Like the game has music and it has some old Zelda music, but it's very infrequent. Does it have that old Zelda tune? You know, that, that, that Zelda tune that's in all of them. Yeah, it's there. Uh, sparsely, yeah. you know. Uh, which I think it's smart that there's not a lot of music because like you're doing a lot and you're like in areas for a long time. And I feel like a lot of that music would not be as fun to hear all the time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because you choose when you are where you are right. and music is typically cued by location in video games. Right. So if you're going across the same area over and over and over again, you're going to listen to that song for a 150 hour game, you know, uh, I, I mean, I get why they did what they did. I just miss it. Like, opening a chest. Yeah, that's... But, like, at the same time, you open thousands of chests. You want to hear that a thousand You know times. what I mean? So, like, but I, I wish, like, just do that with, like, a certain chest. Does it do the... Th- really, yeah. really special chest, maybe, you know? Yes. Does it make the sound it makes when you open a hidden wall? Yes. Okay. That does happen. Okay. Um, not always, but it does happen. What's the next thing? Um, there are items that I miss. I, I would like a hook shot. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hook shot. You know, cool. like that would be nice. I understand why. Hook shot, was, hook shot yeah. sounds like it would be really cool in, in this particular game. It would be, but it would change a lot of gameplay stuff. And they already gave us so much. And you get an ability that kind of would make it unnecessary. Yeah. Um, you know, think th- just things like that, man. Um, like I said, Zelda staples, you know, um, but at the same time, I do feel like this is the most Zelda Legend of Zelda game. Like, it is the most likely first game of any of them, right. you know? And it's just super intuitive, super, like, organic gameplay. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, and, like, yeah, little freedoms, like, throughout everything. And, like, like I can be excited about being able to chop down any tree I want. Any tree. Yeah. Yeah, you got you to gotta chop down a lot of trees if you want to build that house in that town. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, you just blow them up, though. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is going on with those great fairies? You think they're having sex with them? Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah, no, no, no. Those having are sex very... with Link? Yeah, like yeah. you go to the great fairies to they're, they're upgrade a... your clothing. Sure. And you got to pay them. Yeah. So that's payment. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, then it cuts away. You got to typically... go to warehouse to upgrade your clothing. It typically cuts away on them, like, either kissing him or, like, pulling him into their thing. Uh-oh. And, like... Yeah, he wakes up like like when that cutscene's over, he's like clearly exhausted. Uh-oh. You know? And yeah. they talk very Uh-oh. very sexfully at him. I was under the impression that Ling never didn't have genitals. But they're huge, you know? And he's yeah. this tiny guy. Yeah, because yeah, like they so they come Death out by Snoo Snoo. They come out of a giant flower and they're yeah. in like the center of it. Nice. Just like lounging and they're like Gl- got, they're bedazzled, bejeweled. Oh, yeah, they're very yeah. they're glistening. Yeah. Um, oh man. They're like uh, that, and they'll like use like the pe- the petals to be like turned down. I like, just don't know how you would have sex with a woman that large and actually be able to pleasure her. Maybe you should, maybe Walking you shouldn't. into it. I guess you you'd have to walk into it, right? Probably, he would have to walk into it. You probably shouldn't play this game in front of your grandma. Yeah, Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what game was much... that? Uh, I think he was playing. Kagura. I think he was playing. Yeah, either Senra, uh, maybe Peach Beach Splash. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't play in front of your grandma. Yeah. So like <laughs> they are very they moan. They definitely I know moan. they do moan, right? And, like, nice. and they're like so they're like the pedal is like turned down. And, and they're like, super into him. And they have like their, their arms What's crossed. The game rated? And they're like boobs are know. just on the arms. Yeah. Like yeah. they're very much they're very sexy. There's a lot of they're there's a lot of sexy. weird characters like that though, right? Like the great fairies, they're probably having sex with you and you're paying them, but they're <laughs> upgrading shit for you. Yeah. So return the favor. I don't know. Yeah. But like, did you do the bowling? There's bowling in this? Um, yeah. Oh, shit. What area is that in? It's in the coldest area. What are you bowling? 
you're bowling, you're throwing snowballs at like these giant totems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the, one of the easiest ways to make a lot of money in the game. Oh. Yeah, no, I definitely did that. So there's this guy, Ryan, who lives in the coldest area in this world. <laughs> sure. He's not concerned about what's going on with Ganon or anything like that. Right. He cares about bowling and he really loves seeing you bowl yeah. and do well at it. Right. And he's some sort of eccentric billionaire because he's got unlimited money to give you for doing this, you know? So he just wants to watch you bowl. Yeah, like he's super psyched to watch you bowl. Does he wants you to wear he doesn't anything want to bowl. specifically. Huh? Does he want you to wear anything specific? I mean, you got to wear, wear warm weather clothes, but sure. that's not on his request so you don't die. Right. Or you but, eat spicy food. Yeah, it's just really weird, weird people like that. What's this man's name? I don't remember. Huh. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, there definitely are just like they're just giant fucking weirdos out there. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It sounds like my it kind really of game. Is. Like, yeah, it's it's just it, you know like most people wouldn't think about that when you but when you actually pick apart the characters and think like, this is just some fucking billionaire that wants to see you bowl. It's very very <laughs> weird. Um. Yeah, I I was also I was definitely wanting to mention the great fairies and how weird they are. Yeah, I mean I love them. I love them. Yeah, they love you too, man. They're, they they are some of the coolest character models in the game. Yeah. You know? The very sexy giant fairy ladies in the in the plants. Yeah. They I mean, I think that the way that they come out is fucking awesome and like over the top and like they they're just very yeah. very interesting. And like when they come out like um especially at, uh like the area that you're in is kind of like a glade, so it's kind of dark around it and then they have like little firefly things around them. Well, it depends on which one cuz the one near Terrytown is like super well lit, you know. Oh yeah, true. But yeah. yeah, but normally when they come out like they are very bright. Not only mm. are they glistening, but they're also like radiant. Yeah. Nice. Like, radiant's a radiant's a good word. Yeah. It's like, a good word. They're they're glowing. Yeah. Sure. You can't take your eyes off of them. Yeah. You or know? their giant boobs that they push up on their pedals. Yeah. Or the giant boobs. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Fairy boobs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is the game rated M? No. No, it's not. It's probably like T. I'm not positive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. I just really wanted to talk about that game. Cool, cool, cool. cool yeah, cool. this conversation, then you want to go back and play it. Sure. Yeah, I'm about 40 hours deep in my second time playing it. Yeah. I'm going to have to restart because I don't, like, for sure on everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Let's, that's our, that's our views on Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I feel like I've played it. Yeah. So, I have another game. Kay. Also untitled. What do you mean another game? This is the first game we're playing this week. Yeah. Oh, another new game in our series of games. Sure. Okay. So, this one. I'll give it a title. What, what's the, what's, what do we do? So, this one, I'm going to name movies, and I want you to say if they made a video game based off that movie or not. So, yes or no? Yeah. We're going to be good at this, Ryan. Yeah. I've seen all the videos. I feel like this is just who's faster. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, let me make sure I understand. Movies and whether or not there's a video game about that movie. Yeah. Was a video game made based off that movie? And I, I, Game based off movie, not movie based off game. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like, and I'm, I'm going to disqualify um, mini games. Huh? And mobile games that say that they are like a part of it. Yes, yes. But like you have to, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like that's uh, where those exist now. Yeah, like that's where licensed games exist now. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a, a mobile game based on the 2014 reboot of RoboCop. So cool. Uh, game Boy RoboCop. Probably my favorite video game song. That main theme. Mm. Uh, so. Catwoman. Yes. Yes. Are we doing who's fast? Oh, I didn't. I feel like we we have to do who's fast because I feel like Ryan and I are going to know most of these. Yeah. Uh. All right. So Tom was. Uh. Some of these are are probably easier than others. Batman Forever. Yes. Yes. Super Nintendo on that. Yeah. I remember the commercial for that. As a matter of fact, was Seal in it? No, uh, they actually, uh, I'm pretty sure that there was a song written. It's funny that you say Seal because there was, a, I feel like there was a song written specifically about the game, specifically for that commercial. Okay, cool. Called, uh, the real game begins. Taken. No. No. Damn it. Monty Python and the no. Holy Grail. Yes, yes. 
I don't know. Probably. There is. Yeah, there it's PC. Is. You are correct, yeah. sir. I bet it's a point and click, huh? I don't know. I never played it. Golden Compass. Yes. There is. You're right. Yeah. And Ant Man. No. No. I got one. You did get one. Yeah. That's fun. Fun game. Yeah. I next time we play it, I should have more games. Uh, we'll call that one fast movie. Good one, Tom. <laughs> movie quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to movie phone. Musically. Yeah. We'll call it TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there you go. We got to it. It took us a while. We got to it. Yeah. We got there. Yeah. Should not right. take us out. All right. Um. So that's been our show. Uh, no, seriously, take us out. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> All right. Later. Um, <laughs> if you want to tell us what your thoughts about Breath of the Wild or any like points on it that we like missed that you like loved or hated, um, hit us up on like any of our social media. Don't t- I'm not going to listen to do, that. Do not. I'm not going to listen media. to you. Tell me what I missed. Do I'm, not. Or, do not know? find me on yeah. Facebook or don't yeah. locate my Instagram. I don't want to hear it. DM me. I don't. Don't. Don't do that. That's my personal time. Yeah, okay. but the safe continue one, not our personal ones. Just send everything to Shanae. Yeah, send it all to me or our Discord, or you can comment on our YouTube page. Um, yeah, you can that. find us on most podcast apps as well as YouTube. Shanae Howard and at NASA.com. <sighs> <laughs> bye, guys. I'm sh- mm, bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>